It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. And good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 104.9. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems. And if you're like, hey, he sounds a little funny today. How, why is that? Well, first off, I have a mask on. And why do I have a mask on? Well, I am broadcasting live from the Meineke and Peabody. They're located at 241 Newbury Street in Peabody. That's Route 1 North. And uh, we're here for the next hour. And at some point, we're going to talk to Kirk Newman. He is the uh, franchise owner here. And we were chatting a little bit earlier. It's a, uh, he's, he's been in this business off and on for quite a while. So we want to find out a little bit of history about him. But other than that, it is the program as usual. So you are welcome to call in and talk about what you have on your mind about cars and car problems and all that kind of stuff. And you do it, same thing, nothing changes. It's it's 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049 is how you get through and talk to Biff, and Biff will connect you to me, and it will be all things as usual. We'll also be doing a car review today, so we'll talk about uh, one of the cars that has gotten me around for the uh, past little while. Uh, we'll also talk to you about, um, there was a pretty interesting article in Consumer Reports, and um, actually Paul from Braintree was actually a perfect candidate for the article because it was about, um, he needed to have a thermostat put in his Mazda, and uh, which seems simple enough, right? Put a thermostat in a Mazda, and it cost him 300 bucks or something like that. And, well, he said, is that about right? And he said the owner of the shop where he went said to him, oh, you're lucky you don't drive an Audi because that would have cost you a couple thousand dollars. And Consumer Reports did an article, and they did comparisons of um, certain cars that, you know, certain repairs that are done and why some cost more than others. And it was, uh, it, it kind of was the same idea. It was sort of like some, some cars are just going to cost more to repair than others so but we are broadcasting live from we're actually inside the waiting room of um of the meineke and uh we're here we're here so if you hear a little bit of noise in the background that's what it's all about we tried to be outside but it was you know route one north great place great place to go shop and not a great place to do a radio show because it's a little bit too noisy uh but uh, we will uh you know, we'll we'll do our best here. So um, Keith Barry, who writes for Consumer Reports, who's been on the program before, um, he did this article about why certain things cost more, and one of them was um, a timing belt on a car, and a timing belt on a Ford Escape, seven hundred bucks on an Audi A8, fourteen hundred dollars on an Audi S8, which is the high performance car, um, almost sixteen hundred dollars. A water pump. So, again, Paul from Brainty had a thermostat put in. So, but a water pump on a, on the same Ford Escape, two hundred and fifty dollars. On a Nissan Hot Rod, the GTR, twenty three hundred. And on a Lexus RX four fifty H, which is the hybrid SUV, almost three thousand dollars. The one that I thought was 
the most entertaining, and I guess I'm glad I'll never own one, is the um, Lexus ISF, which is the high-performance Lexus. And this is a fuel pump. And the, and the fuel pump on the Ford Escape, which I think is outrageously expensive as it is, is $700. On the Lexus LS460, $3,700. And on the Lexus ISF, almost, well, $3,756. So, and... Um, Finally, on the uh, on shocks and struts, uh, the Ford Escape, five hundred bucks. The uh, uh, performance car, the Porsche Panamera, forty eight hundred. On the Nissan GTR, almost six thousand dollars. So you can see how, you know, some of these uh, cars that, and they're typically exotic cars, but not always exotic cars, and why those prices are what they are, and. Uh, you go, you know, uh, you know, I've always said to people, you know, BMWs are great cars until they become used cars, and then they can become expensive. And some people like to say, oh, no, they're not that bad. They're not that bad. No, when they, you know, as they get older sometimes, they can get pretty expensive to hold on to. So you need to consider that if you're thinking about buying one, and especially if you're thinking about buying one and using it as a regular basis. So uh, you need to always kind of keep that kind of keep that in mind if you're thinking about going out car shopping and you know kind of see what's out there for for cars so um one of the cars that, that i was uh driving around the last week or so was um a ford f-150 hybrid and so the f-150 hybrid so an f-150 pickup truck regular pickup truck but it was a hybrid um what was amazing about it was the range that it had uh, almost 700 miles on a tank of gas, which was pretty amazing. And um, it was, uh, it, it had this hybrid electric motor, and the gasoline engine would shut off pretty frequently. Even out on the highway, it would shut down. Uh, while I had it, I actually used it kind of as a truck a little bit. I carried some stuff around in the back of it. Um, but what was interesting, this one also had the optional generator system and it it had not just a couple hundred and ten volt plugs it actually had a 240 volt plug so conceivably you could probably run your entire house on it if the power went out which made it kind of kind of an interesting interesting uh, vehicle to uh drive and evaluate it was the platinum model so it was a top of line model so it couldn't have been any fancier inside but it was a it was a it was a pretty interesting pretty interesting truck to drive it was a pre-production version so i don't know exactly how much it cost i would guess somewhere in you know at, at the platinum version with leather leather seats and cooled seats and it had everything in it but a sunroof um i bet it was close to eighty thousand dollars but uh but interesting that the the uh the tailgate i referred to it as an old man tailgate because you flip the tailgate down and it was a power um, open and closed tailgate, but it had a slide-out step, so you could pull the step out, and then it had a handle that you'd flip up, and so you could get in and out of the back of it without too much stress and strain. And uh, you know, it was it was a F-150 four-wheel drive truck, so it sat up a little bit higher. And uh, my neighbor came over and he said to me, oh, "You know, what, what's this?" And I showed him, and he, I said, "Yeah, with the old man tailgate." And he goes, "I like the old man tailgate," and he's. 
younger younger than me, and he said, yeah, the idea of jumping, and he has an F-150 truck, and he said, I don't jump out of the back of my truck anymore. Uh, it's, you know, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to break something. So, um, so it is, it's, it was, uh, the idea that you could go, you know, have, get 22 miles per gallon, go 700 miles on a tank of fuel, knowing that it's a hybrid, um, pretty inter- pretty interesting truck, and it's not a plug-in hybrid, it was just a regular hybrid, so you could, and again, run it, you know, start it up, let it run, and charge your, keep your whole house running, or a good portion of your house running, um, a pretty good idea, I thought, so, that was kind of one of the cars that we were driving recently, and we'll, we'll talk about some more, if you're in the neighborhood, if you're in the uh, neighborhood where we are, which is the Meineke on Route 1 in Peabody, uh, we're on Route 1, it's on the northbound side. Um, I have some of those uh, car ID t-shirts. So if you're in, if you're in the neighborhood and you want to stop by, uh, come over to the, I'm stuck over in the corner because it was too noisy to be outside. So I'm stuck over in the corner uh, where I was able to uh, find a little spot. But come on, come, come on inside and say hello and we'll give you a t-shirt. And it's a parts ID t-shirt, you know, remember parts ID uh, Richard Rayner from Parts ID, they sent over some t-shirts. Well, um, Joanne from the radio station brought them over here so we could, uh, we could, uh, give them away. So that's, uh, so that's kind of fun to do. So we'll do that. So if you're, again, if you're in the area and, uh, we'll, uh, chit chat about what's going on and, uh, you know, some, some of the fun things that we can do. So in fact, it looks like Joanne's giving away t-shirts now. Look at her. So, uh, Look at, look at her giving stuff away. Another interesting article was in Consumer Reports is um, can tire sealants really fix a flat? And it says whether you're on a road trip or, uh, or a trip to the store, a flat tire can take the wheels off your uh, plans and can even be dangerous. For many motorists, the best tools are to deal with a flat tire is a phone and roadside assistance. Thank you, Consumer Reports. We like to say the phone and AAA. If you don't have these and you're unable to place a, replace a flat tire yourself, tire sealant can let you limp along, maybe. Now let's see what they have to say here. The range in price is $10 for a bare-bones kit uh, of a sealant to about $80 for a full kit, which includes a portable air inflator, uh, always smart to have on hand in case of an emergency. It's not a permanent fix, even though some of the containers say it's a permanent fix. Um, and typically, it says it should be repaired or replaced within a hundred miles. It said it goes through it. Liquid sealants. It said liquid tire sealants are designed to patch a small tire puncture by emptying the contents into the t- uh, of the can uh, through the air inflation valve. They said they tried slime tire sealant through core technology. It sealed a small hole. Uh, but could not plug a big hole. Uh, pressurized can sealants, these are single-use seal and inflate products. It said it did the, it, uh, fixed a small two and a half millimeter hole. Um, they got, uh, they got it from Walmart. They didn't see, they didn't seal the, the large or small hole. Uh, neither could inflate a truly flat tire. And then it said tire sealant kits. The full kit combines a replaceable can of a liquid seal and a 12-volt air compressor. Many new cars provide this. And it said the compressor forces air through the container uh, of the tire sealant into the flat tire. Unlike pressurized can sealants, these kits can pump up a truly flat tire and it's recommended uh, pressure and be safely stored out of the car. Uh, it said our team 
favors the simple-to-use Airman Rescue Pro, which requires no assembly and comes with a carrying case. Okay, here's my opinion on that. If you got a flat tire, and people get flat tires all the time, you don't know the actual condition of the tire. So you may have driven on a flat for a little while, or you may have hit a big enough hole where it damaged the tire. Well, when you air up a damaged tire like that, what can very well happen is the, um, you're, you know, it's, it's inflated, but it's not safe. And that's why if you do use these products, even though Slime, I met the actual owner of Slime, and they said, no, this provides a permanent permanent seal in a tire, and it's not temporary. Um, the idea that you're permanently or temporarily fixing a tire that could be unsafe is not a great idea. Uh, same thing goes with, you know, some of the kits that come in cars today that, uh, that you have the little air compressor. Now, that being said, I have little air compressors. We have three cars in our household, two Volkswagens and a Hyundai. All of them have little air compressors in the trunk that I put in, and all of them have jump start packs in the trunk, so I can jump start. So I can jump start a car without needing a, a helper. Because there are two kinds of people in the world: there's people that have jumper cables and people that need jumper cables. Biff, what are you? Are you the have jumper cables or need jumper cables person? I believe I'm the need jumper cables guy. Yeah, right now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and that's kind I, although of the I, I, because I may have some in my trunk, may, yeah, but, I'm, but yeah. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm and, saying no. Yeah, yeah, but that's sort of the problem is if you have jumper cables, I need Biff to as the Good Samaritan to help me out, and if I'm Biff with no jumper cables, I need to find a guy or a woman with jumper cables that is kind enough to come over and jumpstart my car. So I carry a portable jump pack in all three cars so I can jump start and you have to check them periodically you check them every four or five months to make sure they're fully charged and they're lithium-ion batteries so they're the same kind of battery that goes in your phone and they they work out really well they don't take up a lot of space they're the size of a paper uh, the one of them I have is the size of a paperback book one of them I have looks like a giant flashlight uh, one of them that I've actually used in a lot of presentations is made by the works company you know they're the ones that make the lawn equipment and all that sort of stuff but they also make this portable uh, flashlight that charges up it also has a lithium battery in it that can jump start your car providing you know providing the batteries not completely shorted out but it can jump start your car and it also has, uh, it's this uh, flashlight and uh, warning beacon that flashes, and you can charge up your cell phone. It's got USB ports on it. And the flashlight has a emergency setting, and I just thought it was a flashlight that flashed. And when doing one of my presentations virtually, and that's the way I do everything these days, uh, somebody in the audience said, do you know you just uh, sent out an SOS signal? And I said, what? And they said, yeah, well, it was flashing. I noticed it was three short flashes, one long flash, and three short flashes. I'm like, how about that? So it sends out an SOS signal at the same time. So, um, so again, kind of a handy thing to keep in your car. Just, you know, it's like uh, the Boy Scouts say, because, Biff, you're a Boy Scout, right? Oh, actually not. Actually, no, oh, no, I mean, lie to go okay, along. Yeah, with I, I, I was a boy. Yeah, yeah. but you're not supposed yeah. to lie about that. But, you know, the other thing uh, that you yeah. could do, John, and you, you're always prepared. That's what I like about you. But, you know, the other thing you could do, get a AAA membership and a cell phone. Well, you could do you, And you a cell could, phone. You could do that. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that, too. But Just being the, a wise guy. Uh, but, but, yeah, what, what, I, what I like to say about uh, 
you know, you being a Boy Scout is, uh, it's always better, it's, it's always best to be, um, prepared for prepared. the worst uh, and uh, hope for the best. So that's what I always try to go with. Prefer, prepare mm -hmm. for the worst and hope for the best. Sound advice. So, yeah. Why don't we take a break, pay some bills. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. Phone lines are open. Yes, you can join us. Give us a call at 800-370-1049. 800-370-1049. Love to hear from you. Hear what you have to say. So my name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. We are broadcasting live from uh, the Meineke on 241 Newbury Street. That's Route 1 North in Peabody. We'll be back in just a few minutes. If it's local you want, it's local we have. Your local connection, North Shore 1049. Hi, it's Hank Morse. Join me weekday morning. We'll have local news, entertainment, music to get you going, and lots of laughs. Laugh and learn weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on your local connection, North Shore 1049. Count on AAA to protect every piece of your life. AAA has the coverage you need, including 24-7 roadside assistance from trusted AAA technicians in any car you're driving or riding in. Plus, members get great rates on insurance, exciting discounts at hundreds of your favorite brands, travel savings, and much more. All with the peace of mind knowing that AAA has you covered, both on and off the road. Visit aaa.com slash join. That's AAA, aaa.com slash join. I'm Anne-Marie Casey, director of the North of Boston CVB. People say you don't know what you've got until it's gone. Truth is, you knew what you had, you just never thought you'd lose it. This last year has been devastating for our tourism industry. As the world begins to open up, it's time to show your support and love my local Massachusetts. Dine in or take out at your favorite local restaurants or book a whale watch or harbor cruise. For more ideas, visit northofboston.org. Sponsored by the North of Boston Convention and Visitors Bureau and the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Meineke Car Care Auto Repair Shop is on Route 1 North in Peabody, a half mile before Costco. Hi, I'm Kirk Neumann inviting you to visit our repair shop open Mondays through Saturdays. Meineke of Peabody is a friendly, locally owned repair shop by trustworthy car care pros like me. Our prices are fair and quoted up front. Mention you heard this message on 104.9 Radio and receive 20% off all brake service now through the end of summer. Find us at Meineke.com and enter Peabody in the find box and you can schedule your appointment online. That's Meineke.com. Those things we most cherish are all put at risk through the improper disposal of mercury in everyday items. Fluorescent lamps, thermometers, thermostats all contain mercury. Mercury Recovery Program is designed to assist your community in the safe disposal of this heavy metal. For more information about where to dispose of these products, contact your local Board of Health, Department of Public Works, or visit our website at keepmercuryfromrising.org. Working together, we can keep our environment safe. Attention all contractors. The Massachusetts Mercury Management Act makes it illegal to improperly dispose of old thermostats in the trash. They contain mercury that can be harmful to human health and the environment. Building and HVAC contractors, plumbers, and electricians. Please properly dispose of all mercury thermostats. Contact your local health or public works department for information on where to safely dispose of thermostats in your community. Visit online. Keep mercury from rising. 
Advertising.org for details. Brought to you by Win Waste Innovations. Performance for the planet. Welcome back to the Car Doctor program. This is this is just like being on the radio, only there's people in person. Introduce yourself. Uh, Ken from Topsfield. It's Ken from Topsfield. See, he didn't he didn't even call in today. He came in, and he brought he brought his his buddy with him, another another local person. So he's from Wakefield, but close enough, and uh, brought the Corvette up. So we're having a, we're having a good time here today. So. Um, Always great, to, always great to see people. So, uh, thank you. For so what you do. Thank you for what you do, John Paul. You have real credit to automotive industry, and we love having you on the air. One hundred four is a good outfit to listen to, and I listen to them regularly. And I'm glad to listen to you. Well, thanks very much. And you know, we'll have to do this again someday where we don't have to wear masks and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, this is this is this is great that people people came in. I, I really appreciate it. And I think we have to uh, we have to take a call too, right? Yes, John. We have uh, Robert from Tingsboro. He's got we a, have Robert from Tingsboro. He's got a question yeah. about labor costs for you. All righty. Robert, you there? Good morning. Yes, I am. Good, good morning, Robert. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing your, fine. Uh, your intro on labor costs kind of sparked something. Um, the cost of 16 spark plugs being replaced at uh, 5.7 Hemi at the dealership. Do you happen to have that at hand? Um, sure. Um, it's the, it's that sixteen spark plugs that's a killer, right? Now, yeah. what what year what year is that again? Remind me. It's a twenty fourteen. It's in the Ram. I don't know if it's different with a car versus yep. a truck, but no, it's it's close. But we'll we'll do it in a Ram and uh, see see what we got. And uh, I'm sitting down. And the, you know it's it's kind it's kind of funny. I remember years ago I was at a Chrysler dealership and somebody complained about the sixteen spark plugs and how much it costs to replace them. And I remember the owner of the dealership saying, you know these, you know even though it's not a sporty car, it's uh, you know that Hemi that Hemi just adds to some of the cost. And he said he said to me, you know if you want to drive like a sport, you got to pay like a sport. And I just remember him saying that. And it's it's about two and a half hours to replace all the plugs, so not terrible. Yeah, it's just higher up in yeah. the truck versus a, a Challenger or yeah. a Charger. Yeah, so it's you know it's it's two point three hours, so you know it's going to be three hundred bucks worth of labor. Yeah. But the fortunate thing is you don't have to do it very often. Yeah, that's that's what uh, helps. You know. They got a hundred thousand. Yeah, miles. I wouldn't go quite that long, but. You know. Because they yeah. might not come out at all at a hundred. Well, I mean that's they haven't had that problem with the uh, with the uh, with the Rams. You know, some of the the F one fifties, you go to take the spark plugs out. Next thing you know, you're putting a cylinder head on. Yeah, they're terrible. They blow out on their yeah. own. Yeah. 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 So uh, whatever. Yeah. So, so. three hundred dollar labor plus plugs. Yeah, plus the plus the cost of the plugs, and 
you know, unfortunately, they've they've gone up and everything's gone up in price. Yeah, so they're probably a really you know, the idea of a spark. Yeah, yeah, the idea of spark plugs being a buck a piece. Now they're you know now they're ten dollars a piece. Well, I'm gonna say you're getting all that mileage out of them. <laughs> you're getting all that mileage. You got you know you got six seven years out of them. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not like terrible. Before, um, if you want to uh, play, you have to pay. So uh, yeah, yeah. Drive like a sport, pay like a sport. You got it right. <laughs> okay, John. Thanks. You a got lot. it right. You're absolutely right. What else can we do for you today? Are we done for today? Yeah, I think that's it. Like I said, I had no questions. That's it. All right. All right. Have a great day. All right. You as well. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. 617-770-3030. 617-770-3030. And, no. and John? Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. I, I have Tom from Weymouth. He also has another question. Okay, well, we're going question... to let Tom hang on just a okay. second. Okay, we'll leave Tom I, I on wanna, for a second. I, I want to talk to. I want to. I want to talk to this fellow for a minute. Sounds good. Tell us who you are and where. What brings you here? I come up to see uh, John. He, John's always been very helpful to me over the years, and uh, it's close by. And uh, I might need some work done on my uh, old uh, forty-nine Ford. And this fellow up here that owns it, he. Uh, he uh, he's game to do it. So yeah, his father his father has collector cars down to the twenties. So I think you're in pretty good. I think you're in pretty good hands. So and tell us about the car you came up. With. I came up in a one owner '67 Corvette. Uh, it has problems over the years, but John's pulled me out of the problems. <laughs> <laughs> and but uh, it's a great car, and uh, I've got a 2014 at home too. Uh, but I figured I'd take this one up because it's a short trip. And you got your you got your uh, Corvette vest on, so that's for vet, yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. for vet, yeah, yeah. And uh, the other thing is what you you mentioned to me about the body work that was done on the car. You had it painted, and you had it painted by the kids of the Votech School. I did the Wakefield Vocational School probably uh, ten years ago. Uh, they stripped it all down. I took all the chrome off, and they stripped it all down for me. It took probably. Uh, eight months to do but i came back with a nice clear coat on it uh worked out very good very good great bunch of kids down there yeah it's it's great and they like you know they there's the schools you know it's a little tough today with covid but the schools are always looking for a lot of them are always looking for outside work you just got to be really patient right right i mean when i had it painted all you have to do is walk in and talk to the teacher yeah. but now you got to go through a whole rigmarole about this and that and you got to wear a mask and you got to go in you make an appointment and yeah. it's tough to get anything any work done now but. yeah it really is but i you know as as we get out of this at some point i know i had uh i had a little work done to the the older volkswagen i have i was i'm on their board at the south shore votech school and they said to me oh we'll need her for a week uh, maybe 10 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it usually takes a little bit longer, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, good, it's a good outfit to go see, and, uh, if you need something small done, something big done, they can do, they can handle big jobs too. Yeah, they, they actually want to do some body work to it, and they said, well, bring it in September, and I said, how long are you going to need it? And they said, well, you will need it for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's correct, yeah. But, uh, yeah, great time. Great, yeah. great, great place to bring your car to be fixed. Yeah, it is. And thank you for bringing your car there. Thank you for bringing your car here. And, uh, you know, the students appreciate it. The teachers appreciate it. And I bet you appreciate it, too. Okay, John, we'll keep listening and uh, go AAA. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Now I think we're going to Tom and Weymouth. Tom. Yes, I'm here. Hi, John. Tom, are you there? Um, okay. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hello. I'm here. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. 
Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you fine. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you couldn't hear me. Okay, uh, John, uh, it's an 06 Ford Exposition, and I'm pulling a code. I pulled a code. It's a 2197, P2197. And, you know, it says oxygen sensor. Like Everything says that. Any uh, other things I should check before I change the sensor? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the idea that it says it's an auction sensor doesn't really mean it's an auction sensor. Let's let's see right. if, let's see if we can you. come up with a little. <laughs> yeah, and what and what year expedition was it? It's a two thousand six with the five point four. Um, okay. And uh, the uh, the code that I put it says uh, bank two uh, up up the uh, thing number one, so it's before yep. the cat. Yep. yep. Which is good, I think. So. <laughs> Well, well, what that means is usually if it's before the catalytic converter like that, it usually means that there's not going to be a problem with um, with the catalytic converter itself. So that's that's yeah, kind of the that's, that's kind of the good news. And and yeah. one more time because I have a short memory today. What was the code again? Uh, Pete, two one nine seven. Two one nine seven. Two one nine seven. I, like I'm pretty sure, yeah, yeah, and why I'm, one of the things it could be, I mean, it could certainly be sure. at this point in its life that um, it could be the sensor, but on the other hand, it could be the beginning of a intake manifold leak that is making the sensor run too lean, and that can be, um, that can be one of the problems that we need to, we need to look at so you know you have a couple things you need to worry about and uh, you know I would I wouldn't rush I wouldn't rush as far as um, you know putting that oxygen sensor in right away without doing a little bit more without doing a right. little bit more research and finding out you know some of the other you know possibilities that it could be and right. you know maybe um, you know, it's, you it's one of those. Go ahead. Well, you said it, it could be intake. So you're saying basically something is leaning, either leaning out the mixture or drawing too much air in right. from somewhere. Yeah. Or, the, or it's, yeah. is it cold? Can you do it like in the old days? Can I, can I uh, take some uh, fuel injected, you know, like, not fuel injected, but some kind of a cleaner and spray it around? Does that still work? Yeah, and what, and, what sometimes, and what sometimes can happen with these is... They, um, the intake manifold seals only leak when they're cold, and so you could try. You could try when you, you know, when you're um, when you have when you have it running and you first start it up. Take some, take some, uh, take some, take some spray. You know, some some starter spray, carburetor spray, something, and spray run the intake manifold. See what goes on. But you know what it's saying is. Yeah, yeah. What it's saying is that with that signal that the um, that it's stuck lean, and if it's stuck yeah. lean, well, it could just be the sensors just getting tired. So you know, yeah. but also it also says that um, to look for a second issue. Um, you know, is there another code that comes up a twenty one ninety five code? And if that's the case, there's another set of stuff you look at. So, I yeah. mean, it certainly could be just the sensor or the wiring going to it yeah. is bad. So, you know, replacing the sensor might be the first might be the first place to start. So, 
Okay. Yeah, well, the, inter the interesting thing is when you mentioned cold, you know, the cold because of the yep. uh, intake. Yep. I really don't drive this vehicle. I probably, like, I, when it happened, I just drove it about a mile. Okay. It and it went on. You know, it's not like I drive it warm, so that's interesting, you know. Uh, mm. It, you know, I've driven, I've driven it 200 miles in six months. It's just the second vehicle when I need to oh, okay. stuff in. Stuff. Yep. You know, so it's not my regular driver. Yeah. And so I didn't drive it, and then I just one day started up, and then all of a sudden I got the code. So uh, mm. I'm, you know, running fine and everything. This yeah, I mean, at this at this point, you know, for without doing any more work, I'd mm. probably just say, hey, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a sensor in it, see what happens, and see how it acts after that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. you, you know, it's not it's not a lot of money for an auction sensor these days. But, you know, some of the other stuff, you know, the mass airflow sensor can be a problem. Even an exhaust leak can be a problem because it's kind of fooling it into thinking it's lean. Um, right. But, you know, like I said, maybe an intake manifold could be a problem. A stuck fuel injector running a little bit lean. But, you know, with the yep. age of it and the little it gets driven, probably put a sensor in it as as yeah. a inexpensive try to see what happens. Yeah, great. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. All right, but still, but still, I look for vacuum leaks and things like that just to make sure. Yeah. All Do right. Do the easy right. stuff Thank first, you. okay? All right. Take care, yeah, Tom. Great. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. We. Yep. We need to take another break. Pay some bills. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. Remember, we are brought to you in part by AAA. If you're haven't been a AAA member, it's time to become one. Uh, simple enough. AAA dot com slash join. Simple enough. And if you're looking for a job. AAA.com, look for the job section. They can hire you. We can hire you, too. So, all good. Hey, we got to take a quick break. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. We will be right back. Agway of Danvers is in full chick mode. Stop in for the best selection of baby chicks on the North Shore. I'm Ashley, the poultry specialist at Agway of Danvers. I am happy to be your local resource for picking out your flock, helping you with nutrition for your growing birds, and showing you our great variety of chicken coops that we carry in several different sizes and styles. We also offer one-stop shopping for bark mulch, loam, organic compost by the bagger yard with delivery available. Check out Big Daddy's Bait Shop for worms, shiners and all things spring fishing find us in waltham or nine wenham street in danvers Hi folks, this is Gerard Moynihan of Moynihan Lumber. Professional builders and remodelers choose Anderson Windows more than any other brand in the United States. They do so because Anderson Windows and patio doors offer beautiful natural wood interiors, low-maintenance exteriors, and outstanding energy efficiency. See the complete line of Anderson Windows at any of our three locations, in Beverly, North Reading, or Plastown, New Hampshire, or at MoynihanLumber.com. Moynihan Lumber, we measure up. Express your love for the mother, grandmother, mother-to-be, or mother-in-law in your life this Sunday for Mother's Day. From fresh fruit arrangements to gourmet chocolate dipped fruit in a box from Edible Arrangements of Beverly, Peabody, and Lynn. They offer the perfect Mother's Day gift, and the three Edible locations are open every day, and they'll deliver your Edible Arrangement on Sunday. They're open 9 to 5. For the perfect way to recognize the moms in your life, order your Edible Fruit Arrangement today at ediblearrangements.com. 
have your morning coffee with me, Mark Friedman, host of Dollars and Cents, each and every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. We'll start your day with financial advice in a language you can understand. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast surveying the North Shore in the Murramack Valley. Lots of clouds today. There could be a little peekaboo sun for a while, but heavier clouds went out. Could be an afternoon shower or two. It'll be cool mid-50s with an east and northeast wind. Then clearing and cool overnight. Those about 40. Tomorrow, lots of sunshine for Mother's Day. There'll be some increase in clouds during the afternoon, but temps not far from 70. Rain comes in tomorrow night. The rain is done early Monday, followed by sun clouds. Windy night weather Monday afternoon. Temps mostly in the 60s. Forecast being brought to you by Athletic Asphalt Paving. They offer residential and commercial driveway replacements, walkway replacements, asphalt repair, sill coating, and so much more. Online at athletic-paving.com for local North Shore. 1049. I'm Mark Rosenthal. And welcome back. We're broadcasting live from the Meineke on Route 1 North in Peabody, where uh, Paul from Somerville actually stopped by. We'll talk to him in just a minute. We want to get Kirk over here in a minute, but let's first talk to Mike from Hingham. Michael. Good morning, Todd. Good morning. Uh, Hey, big question for you. Are you going to watch Elon Musk tonight on Saturday Night Live? You know, <laughs> um, I don't usually I don't usually stay up that late, but I'm sure I'll be able to don't. see it the next day. So, well, I think that should be a great uh, a great show to see what he has to say. And part two of that question is that I think he's pretty much got this electric thing in the bag. I mean, if you think about it, when you go out, whether it's to a doctor, to a mechanic, or a baker, you're looking for the person with the most experience. And no one's in the same solar system as Tesla when it comes to experience. They've got billions of of uh of lines of downloaded code from every of every conceivable problem you could have with a car yeah uh, yeah and they, in, in, and in what they don't room. yeah yeah what they don't tell you is too that even the cars that you know when they when you buy a tesla it's sort of in beta mode for some of these functions so you go out and you drive it around, and they're they're looking at the problems they have, and they're fixing them on the go. So when you go to bed at night, they download an upgrade to the system, and all of a sudden it's like, you know, they they call it Tesla calls it shadow mode, because it's uh, it's it's not really, you know, they they probably should tell people, oh, by the way, your car's not really complete yet, but you know, as you drive it, you know, if it if it something bad happens, we'll try to fix it while you're moving. Eight, eight cameras. There's a woman right down the foot of my street. She just bought one, and I was watching her, looking at her car. And I said, "What are you doing, Margaret?" She said, "I'm watching her and put an update in the car." Yeah, it was just right, right there. From second thing I wanted, to, last thing I want to mention is they looks like they're going to put in a dealership in the old BMW one there in Norwell, right by the oh, 99 okay. there. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be the next new dealership right here on the South Shore. So. No. Yeah, no. I mean, there, I I I mentioned it once before. I drove through the old Navy, uh, Weymouth Navy base, and in the we'll call it the we'll call it the the yuppie age apartment complexes uh, or condos or whatever they were. There was garage doors open that day because it was a nice day out. I probably counted um, half a dozen Teslas in people's garages, and they're all everybody there was in their thirties. So they still have the three hundred thousand or thirty thousand Volkswagen diesels there in the lot. No, no, they were they were they were actually gone. 
They were actually gone. I don't know where they... I think they all get sold in South America. So, I was going to say, South America, that's what they want. Yeah. But, yeah. Hey, just wanted to call and see, don't, see if you get a chance to set your DVR on it. It ought to be a hoot. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. I'm sure it will be. Hey, Mike, thank you. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Hey, Kirk, come over here. Let's talk to you for a few minutes. Let's let's see what you got going on. Tell us tell us about you for a minute. Well, thank you for 1049 coming out here and uh, representing us here today, first of all. Um, here in Peabody, uh, we're trying to be, you know, a, a community, you know, local garage, reaching out to, you know, uh, high school students, teachers, uh, other organizations and workers throughout the city, uh, try to bring them in here and, you know, have their work done here. We definitely do appreciate that. Uh, myself, my background is, is uh, started in a salvage industry many years ago uh, at old uh, Route 1 Newberry. I don't know if you remember that. Tom Fleming used to own that. Uh, from there, uh, I went into the parts sales business as Parts of America, taken over by Advanced Auto Parts. And, and then I had an opportunity to, uh, one of our customers uh, was a Meineke, uh owned by Ronald McNulty, and he opened a store here in Saugus. And we ran that for several years. And then in between that, I had a gas station right in Peabody. And now here I am back at Meineke in Peabody again. Now, a lot of people think of Meineke from the old days, you know, muffler shop, you know, sort of like the other muffler shop that began with an M. Um, but you guys are a full-service shop, right? Oh, yes. We're a full general repair. So we pretty much work on anything from transmissions, engines. Of course, we still do exhaust. We specialize in that. Uh, brakes, shocks, suspension, you name it, chassis. Run on through your, your engine light. Bring it on down. Uh, we have thousands and thousands of dollars of equipment that analyzes that. And, and hopefully we can cure your problem. And, uh, you know, uh, the fellow who was in a little bit earlier with his Corvette, um, sounds like you might be working on his, what, 48 Ford or something? Yeah, he wants to switch out the uh, the front end on that. Uh, seems interesting. Uh, came out of a, uh, a Ford Pacer, so he's bringing that over, a couple different other mongrel parts. But we're going to try to make the best out of it. Uh, we'll see. And um, very fortunate, my father-in-law, Donald Cavanaugh, he, he has quite an interest in the, uh, the same kind of cars. So we might be reaching out to him for some answers as well, too, as he has quite the collection. And isn't it important to, you know, keep this network of people that you've dealt with over the years i mean you you know i've always you know i always say to like high school kids you know when you leave school connect with those kids still because they might you know they might go to work in an audi dealership and all of a sudden you got an audi coming in and you're like uh, maybe i need a little bit of help so i'll call my friend but the idea of having friends and relatives and you know previous employers for that matter and you can give them a call if you need a little bit of help sometimes right Oh, I'm a true believer in that. You know, you surround your pe uh, surround yourself with people who are well-rounded like that. Uh, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. When I was at Old Newbury, I was very fortunate to work with some great people who pretty much knew everything about everything. And if you listen and you look and you and you see things that work, then you, you know you carry them forward. Yeah. You know, and you take that in. You know, try to be the sponge. You know, when it comes to learning like that. Yeah. And how many how many people do you have working here? Uh, so right now we have uh, six employees, uh, a few part-timers, and a couple full-timers here. And looking for help? Uh, we're always taking applications. We know there are a lot of great people out there. And, and if, uh, you know, we come across, we have an opening, we want to definitely, you know, continue that legacy and have another great and talented uh, person working here, too, for us. 
There you go. Hey, I want to thank you for inviting us over. That it's it's great, and and uh, it was also great seeing some of the regulars that listen to the show come in too. So that was kind of that was kind of nice for me as well. So uh, thank you for inviting us, and who knows, maybe we'll be back again. Well, thank you, Doctor John and Paul, and uh, I just want to wish all the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day tomorrow, uh, especially my wife Wendy. Uh, happy Mother's Day. And you already got her present, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, you got plenty of time between today and tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point because um um I kind of I I kind of forget to remind people about those kind of things. So, uh but it's always always important to do that and and um you know, well, you know, while I was talking to you earlier, you said something about, you know, we were talking about oil changes and I was saying something about doing it myself and uh here at Meineke sometimes you can you can uh you you almost give oil away. You know, at 1995, you really figure out on a conventional oil change. If you go out and you buy your own oil filter, your own drain pan, uh, you know, your own oil, and at the time that you take out of your day to do it, you're going to find that you're going to be spending almost twice as much, you know, to get that done. So uh, I recommend anytime you're working on your car, you know, try to stay on the side of it, not try to go under it. You know, it's also unsafe as well, too. Plus, you know, we have ways to dispose of your oil here properly and, and take care of that for you. So, you know, 1995 right now, if you want to come down and get your oil changed. And how about if it's synthetic oil? How much more? Uh, synthetic oil usually runs around $50 for a five-quart synthetic oil change. That is ridiculously cheap. It is, you're right. It is ridiculously cheap. But I, and I still see people under their car changing their own oil. And you know, so be it. I mean, I, I hope they're doing it for the learning process and understanding their car. Yeah, the last time I changed my oil in my car, I think a five-quart jug of brand-name synthetic oil was 30 bucks. I think the filter was 10 maybe. And then I had to go through all the nonsense of... Uh, of uh, getting rid of the waste oil. I had to put it all, neatly pour it back in the container, bring it back, bring it back to the store I got it from. Why aren't you closer to me? <laughs> hey, we do have a sister store out in uh, Quincy. <laughs> I don't know if that does anything for you, Dr. Paul, but, uh, you know, you deal with the wind blowing underneath you. All of a sudden, that drip coming down out of the oil drain pan is no longer going straight. Next thing you know, you got a big mess on your hands. So, All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come here next time. I'm going to come here next time. All right. Thanks, Kirk. I want to say hi to Paul, Paul Upton from Somerville. Paul, come over here and just say hi for a minute. Just, you, you always, you always say hi to me on the radio. I thought I'd just have you say hi right now. Well, thank you. Good morning. And, uh, thank you for doing what you do every Saturday morning. You're part of my day. Well, thank you very much. And thank you for the cup of coffee. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to be, uh, talking, talking to your club, right? All right. All right. Remind me, remind me because I'm old and I forget. All right. All right. Good. All right. Good enough. Good enough. All right. Thanks. All right. I think, uh, Biff, do we need to take another break? Is it that time? We're just about there, John. If you want to do that, sure. You yep. think so? Yeah, let's do that. I think so. And, yeah. and we still have time to take a couple phone calls, too. We do. At 800-370-1049. So why don't we take a quick break? And if you would like to join us, uh, simple enough, give us a call at 800-370-1049. We'll be right back.
Trust on AAA to protect every piece of your life. AAA has the coverage you need, including 24-7 roadside assistance from trusted AAA technicians in any car you're driving or riding in. Plus, members get great rates on insurance, exciting discounts at hundreds of your favorite brands, travel savings, and much more. All with the peace of mind knowing that AAA has you covered, both on and off the road. Visit AAA.com slash join. That's AAA. AAA.com slash join. Spring is upon us, and the Building Center of Gloucester has everything you need for a lush green lawn with Scott's four-stop lawn program. Scott's will take you through the summer with their four easy steps. The Building Center stocks outdoor planters, seeds of every kind, potting soils, fertilizers, and garden tools. You can shop online with curbside pickup or visit their store on Harbor Loop in Gloucester for all your projects. From paint to new kitchens and baths, decking, windows, and new doors, the Building Center has it all. Details at bcgloucester.com. So you need a cover, you don't have the cash. Did you know Michel Mitsubishi in Danvers is a used car solution? People tell me the most difficult part of the car buying process is deciding where to buy. There are so many choices. Who has the best deals? Is the car in good condition? And can I trust them? It's information overload. Well, we have a solution. Michel Mitsubishi on 114 in Danvers is the hidden secret on the North Shore. Full transparency, low pressure atmosphere, and people that treat you like family. Simply put, we're different. Our inventory is loaded with incredible options from Acuras to Hondas, Toyotas, and Fords. That's right. We don't just carry Mitsubishi. So whether you're a carpenter, a landscaper, a plumber, or a student going to school, we have the used car for you, and they all have a warranty. Misho Mitsubishi in Danvers is your used car solution. Veterans, senior citizens, you get an extra 250 off as a courtesy. It's the truth. Misho Mitsubishi is different. No shenanigans, just great deals. Visit us on Route 114 in Danvers. MishoAuto.com M-I-C-H-A-U-T Hi, it's John Haley from Obershawn Hardware. Join me every Sunday morning at 7 on At Home with John Haley as we tackle your home projects. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program. We're broadcasting live from the Meineke Car Care Center. Uh, right on Route 1, and, and, and you know, it's, it's right here. It's Route 1 North. If you're coming up from the South Shore like I did, it's uh, Route 1 North. And if you really want to know the actual address, it's 241 Newbury Street in Peabody. So, um, so um, you know, come, come in. And somebody just came in and they said, can I get an oil change? It's 20 bucks. You can go wrong. Gee, $20 for an oil change. Uh, pretty good deal. So, um, But uh, I think we're going to Danvers next. Good morning. You're on the Car Doctor program. Yes. Hi. How are you? Yes, sir. Good. How are you? Yeah. Well, I'm living a dream like everybody else. You know? Well, <laughs> well that's good. I got, a two, I got a 2005 Chevy Silverado. I had it about five years. Got 160000 The previous owner, baby just trucks took care of it. Uh, people say, yes, and no one spark plugs. You know, I never changed the spark plugs. I got 160,000 miles on it, but I only had it five years, probably put 20 on it. Uh, you know, you know, back in the days, tune-ups, it was spark plugs, points, and all that baloney. And this truck is running great, and I didn't know if I should have to change the spark plugs. Uh, you know, people say yes, some people say no. I would on because if they've been in there for that long, I would say I would say yes. I would say that's something you you want to do before it starts to misfire. 
Um, yeah. You know, even though even though they're good for you know a hundred thousand miles, you know you right. double that now, and like you said, it's running good, but you don't want to wait till it starts running bad to re replace the plug. So I think I'd put a set of plugs in it. Yeah, because sometimes uh, someone mentioned sometimes a plug could seize in there too, and you have a hard it, time. You know, when out. when they when they sit in there for a long time, but not so much not so much the problem with the with the. Uh, with the GMs, it's more the problem with the Fords yeah. that they actually seize up in there. Yeah. yeah. So now, I, not now, so much oil changes. You hit the oil changes on the head. I mean, I ain't getting under the truck or a car anymore. You know, you go have it changed and have it done with. You know, uh, but on, on the spark plug thing, could you put a little anti seize on the plugs to help them? So that needed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I always I always put you know I I always put just you know there's. It's it's kind of funny. You, you, there's two two kind of you know opinions on this. One opinion yeah. is that you should never put anything on the plugs. And I got to tell you, I've been putting a little bit of anti seize, and I mean just a dab of anti seize. Not even yeah. I mean you know a, a match head's worth just enough on the you know on the first couple of threads in there. Just enough to wind them in, just in case there's a little bit of dirt in the way. The other thing I'll do too is I'll, um, uh, you know, before I before I start, and especially with anything that's been in there for a little while, I always tighten a little before I loosen a little. Now it sounds like you know what you're doing. You've been doing this stuff before, but too many people just all of a sudden start to you know back something off right away, and it gets any dirt and right. junk stuck in there. So you know, a little bit a little bit to the right before you go to the left doesn't doesn't always hurt. To get them out, yeah. And if all you got right, any okay. concerns at all, if you got any concerns at all, a little bit of a, you know, PB blaster or something, you know, in right, you know, around yeah. the spark plugs before you pull them out, yeah. Yeah, I used to, you know, watch myself and stuff, but yet as you get older and older, you start to listen on that stuff. But I always look from the top down now. I don't get up from underneath, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. that, yeah. I mean, that, like Kirk, like Kirk here at the uh, at the Meineke he said. You know, work on your car from the sides and the front. Don't work on your car right. from underneath. And you know, right. Uh, right. There's, there's a lot to be said for that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yep. All right, Doc. Yep. Thanks for your input. All right. I appreciate All right. It. Take you take care day. of yourself. All right. All right. Good enough. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Our phone number again: eight hundred three seventy one zero four nine. Eight hundred three seventy one zero four nine is how you get how you get through. And we have we have a few minutes left if you still want to join us. I know. Uh, you know, there's there's some stuff there's some stuff to do, and it's um, it's it's funny. There's an article here, and it says Subaru dealership in Wisconsin celebrated a grand opening with a new location last week by taking free portraits of customers with their pets. And a fellow came in here with uh, I don't know German Shepherd maybe German Shepherd. Yeah, so you know maybe they should do the same thing here. Maybe they should uh, whenever somebody comes in with a with a with a pet, they should take a picture of it and uh, see what's and you know put it up somewhere. So it'll be kind of fun. So, so Kirk, I just uh, I just stole an idea from Subaru. Subaru says that they uh, that whenever they have somebody come in with a with a pet, they take a picture of it and put it on their social media. So you know you had you had that guy just come in with his with the shepherd. So yeah, yeah. So it'd be perfect. It'd be perfect. So before we we're almost out of time here, but before we before we go. Um, besides wishing everybody a happy Mother's Day, which you which you reminded me to do, so thanks for that. Um, now sit down, sit down. You got a bad foot. Sit down, and uh, 
you know, one one more time, give us a little bit of give us a little bit of background about Meineke and some of the things you do here. Oh, so once again, Meineke is a full general repair shop. So we're going to work on anything on your car. Uh, we, our hours of operation at this location are Monday through Friday, uh, 7.30 in the morning till 6 at night, and we're here until 4.30 on Saturdays. We'll close on Sundays. And like I said, uh, just bring it down. Give us some time to look at it. We'll do our best to figure it out and make things better for you. Uh, as mechanics, we're all car doctors. Yep. Just like, you know, people, you, you go to bed feeling horrible, you wake up in the morning not feeling so good. <laughs> you know, so cars are the exact same way. Great running one day and then the day, next day they're not. So Well, and that's what I always try to tell people sometimes when they say, I brought my car in somewhere and it was running fine and the next day it wasn't. I said, have you ever walked out of your, walked out of a room and you turn the light on and off, and it worked fine. And you go to turn the light back on, and all of a sudden it doesn't work, and the bulb burned out. Well, cars are the same way, right? Oh, they absolutely are. They're, they're so temperamental. <laughs> so, yeah. And um, the the other the other thing is that you know you sort of look at all of the cars and all of the technology, and like you said, you work on a little bit of everything here. And there was somebody here that recently that was in here this morning, and she bought a Volvo, and it's got a, I guess, a year or two of free maintenance or something. And she said, you know, can I bring it over here to get it worked on after the uh, free maintenance is up? And you said, yeah, we work on everything. And we absolutely do. Every car, hybrids, you name it, uh, we're capable of servicing any vehicle out there. So... We're, you're more than welcome to come down. We definitely appreciate the business. Thank you. All right. Hey, Kirk, thanks, and uh, best of luck. And don't forget to buy your wife that thing for oh, Mother's yes. Day. Yeah, yeah. Let's try to squeeze one more quick phone call in. Good morning. You're on the Car Doctor program. Hey. Uh, Hello. Hey, I, I, met a, I met a guy um, who was selling a truck, 2500 Chevy uh, Silverado got the full cab um the thing is it's, it's, a, it's got a plow an old fisher plow uh, that's what i would use it for basically uh yeah he put a new he put a new bed on it a few years ago he said he paid four grand just for the bed and he's at it's got one hundred and eighty thousand miles on it and he's asking six grand what do you think about that well the plow's worth two and if you junked it for salvage it's worth about 800 bucks so there's 2800 if you didn't do anything with it, right? So I, I don't know. It's, uh, as, long as, it's, as long as it's running okay, and some of those motors t tended to burn a little bit of oil, so you want to make sure it's running on, running on all eight the way it's supposed to. Make sure it goes in and out of gear okay. And I think as a plow truck, that's not a whole lot of money. If it's, I would look at the frame, though, crawl under the air, bang on the frame, make sure the frame's good and solid and not rusted away. And if everything looks solid, doesn't sound like a bad deal. Hey, we got to get going. Yeah, We're out of time. Remember, Real Estate Revealed with Dave Seymour coming up next. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.